Welcome to the Black Girl Journey. Two black women on this journey called life. Discovering how to manage our finances, intimate relationships, work-life balance, growing our faith, a little pop culture, being black, and anything else black women may journey through. Journey with us every other Monday on Apple and Spotify. Are you curious to know what we use to record our podcasts? We use Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record your podcast, check your analytics, add music, and it'll stream to many different platforms. If you're looking to record your podcast, head over to Anchor. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome back, y'all. Another week. Another week. It is a good week. It is a great a week. A good and honestly. holy week. Amen. But we have another guest for you guys this week. It's been a good month. This space series. Now we're into the section where we have lots of guests. So today I would like to introduce another special guest here to discuss how she has been um, faithful to God through her loss, temptation, and happiness. And we want to welcome Danielle. Should I say Danielle? Or do you uh, want me to say Danny? You know what? We can... We can keep it Danny. Okay. Well, welcome. My name is Danielle. Danny. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thank you, Danielle. Yes. Danny. <laughs> and for a short introduction, Danny graduated from Texas Christian University and is currently a program coordinator at Scottish Rite for Children. Not only that, she is the founder and executive director of Yummy Roots, and Danny is a fantastic mom, leader, woman of God, and we welcome you to this space. Thank you. Yes! But before we have you introduce yourself, could you tell us what Yummy Roots is? Oh my gosh. So Yummy Roots started off as a dream. Mm -hmm. Uh, Literally, I kept dreaming about this large tree growing up in my grandmother's backyard. And um, long story short... I love gardens. I have a fascination with growing plants and I've always thought that I would have like some type of community garden and um and yeah, during COVID, God just put it on my heart to start a community garden. I'm just like, that makes no sense because we're supposed to be social distancing. So, yeah. How's that going to work? And uh during that period of time where we were on lockdown there was such a uh you know social injustice and things started to just right, to yeah. the top and one of the things that came to the top was this food deserts and the access to good wholesome Ooh, food yes. in urban communities so during that time i was able to kind of just reach out as liaison for people who already do like urban gardening and commute um community education around like wholesome eating and You're foods so cool. and planting. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> so throughout that, I got to work with some really amazing organizations and I started Yummy Roots and really the, the title or the name comes from just knowing that the reality is maybe one for some, two, but really two or three generations ago, this is how our ancestors ate. They grew their own food in their backyard. Like, this is literally what you can do because they did it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, this is in your roots. And so, food is yummy and it's really in your blood to grow your own food. So, yummy roots. Oh, that is beautiful. Oh my gosh. I I don't know if my ancestors had it in them because I kill plants. (laughs) Well, how did, but literally, like, how did they eat? You know, just okay. They might have traded. Where's your 
where's your family originally from? My family is originally from Central Texas. Central Texas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can already let you know they were here in Texas, and we're talking not like your great 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 grandparents, but just your great great grandparents. Most likely in Texas had a garden. Yeah, where they grew their own greens or okra, corn. Or whatnot, because there was no access like yeah, that yeah. to really good, healthy, wholesome food, or you just had to have a lot of money. Um, so, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Of, oh my so gosh, that's awesome. amazing. So yeah, is there anything you want to say about yourself? Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> that I may have missed. No, I feel like you know the number one thing that I am so grateful to be as a mother. I really am. You're an awesome yes. mom. Wonderful yeah, children. That's, definitely um been a gift um i do love being um you know a mentor part of people's community i wouldn't say i'm a mentor because i i've got you the, are i got the, <laughs> wait a minute, I got the definition of mentor this week and i'm like oh i don't know if i'm experienced but uh i've been trusted as an advisor so i appreciate the trust that people give me and um and i really appreciate god like considering me to be trustworthy mm-hmm. um and yeah, like authentic <laughs> so every opportunity i have to just like give advice quote mm-hmm. unquote mm-hmm. i'm like lord okay thank you because you know your girl's not really qualified or even appropriate enough to answer this question the, but you are oh my gosh yes. because they know that we Thanks. are working through some yeah. things yeah. Yeah. But the reason why we've chose you, especially me, because Alicia is... You just met Miss Yeah, I just recently met her. Well, I've watched you and the way you love God and how you remain obedient to him in every circumstance. And your story is so beautiful. And I'm so thankful to be on this journey with you um, because we're talking about a lot. And I'm just really so thankful. And on top of that, y'all can't see her. Miss Danny is beautiful. Her, hold so, on. She finds us wine. She's Asian like, hold wine. Like, hold on. I'm like, God what so do we sweet. need to oh, do? Gosh. What regimen do we need to oh, do? Geez. She is gorgeous. Yes. Okay, stop. No, you are like <laughs> top tier. No, like oh very God. well. She walked in from um, her little party and it was like. It was giving. It was giving. It was like five star <laughs> glamour. Yes. yes. I'm taking it in. Yes, I love it. Uh, well, we start off with check in. So, how's your week been? My week has been nonetheless extraordinary. <laughs> like, extraordinary. So, yeah, life is good. That's good. Awesome. And that is definitely not my answer for every week. I don't want to be like one of the churchy folks, like, you know. Oh, my week is great. Yes. My I'm week blessed. is How you doing? Blessed and holy. Please I'm be Blessed real. and holy favorite week. So, no, that's definitely not my answer for every single week. But that literally the last 48 hours has definitely put the extra on top of extraordinary. So, Amen. So that's so good. Yeah. Amen. What about y'all? How was your week? Well, my week... Was- <laughs> we had a board meeting this week that we've been preparing for months. So I have been stressed, tired. I told Alicia, I was like, just check on me this week. And then school started, summer school. And I'm just so tired. But when we got to the board meeting, I always feel inspired and so thankful for like mm-hmm. our partners and what we do for um, the Uplift Education Scholars. So... Yeah, it was at the end of the day. It was a good week, but it was also really stressful. So yeah, and I'm happy because we at the board meeting we came up with a lot of ways we could 
continue to help our scholars and um, we gave a lot of money away which yeah, made yes, us really happy good. so I'm excited but Jezebel how was your week sorry we call mm. each other Jezebel and not in the mean way not in the mean way we've reclaimed the word oh, okay. <laughs> if you will okay. we reclaimed just in case you hear say that I have had a very trying week to say the least we're getting a new phone system set up in our hotel oh, okay. mm. and the phone man i don't like him <laughs> what's his name oh no, i'm not gonna name. tell him oh, don't put him out i don't like him very well he was working my nerves and testing my patience all week telephone man Come and i'm just man. like sir if you don't leave me alone <laughs> you don't plug in these phones <laughs> if you don't plug in these phones i gave you these people's extensions i told you who sits where like what else do you want from me and he had the nerve to be like oh if she printed off the wrong stuff. I said, oh, no, oh, you sent me the wrong stuff. Sir, don't. It's summertime and Please, it's hot out it's right hot. Just leave me alone. Just leave me but alone. But other than that, you know, I'm happy. Work is going great. Got some good, even yeah, more good news be. from last week. Ooh. So I'm really excited about what's to come for me. Very thankful that God has put my name in places that there I personally go. never thought yeah. I would be. So yeah. I'm very grateful. Do it. Yes. yes. And now, as you guys know, in our new series, what we do is what, we talk about one thing God has done for us this week. So, Miss Danny, what is one thing God has done for you this week? Oh, wow. I would probably uh, regret if I didn't say this, but I, I, I don't even know how I will begin to share. But God has truly restored my dream to own acres. Yeah, I closed. Yeah, uh, I closed what? officially today. Oh, oh my gosh! On, yeah, right at right under five yes. acres of land. Oh my! And Jimmy so, so, Gardens everywhere. Oh, yes. Yes. Gardens, gardens everywhere. Oh God, it's so good. So yeah, no, God has. Um, God was on the other side of that, and He blessed me by saying, "Come, like yeah. mm-hmm. come on over," and it was scary. But um, I'm just grateful to God that he has he has uh, matured me enough to just really step out on his word to come and see like what all he can do. So that was huge. That is amazing. I do too. That is the one thing that I would say I love to see black people Mm -hmm. have is to have land because that land can lead to so much. So and so more. many other things. Really? So Hopefully I mean, you don't sell it. You don't sell but it. like, well, if, no. But I just love hearing you say that. No, that's. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, I think especially just like she said. I know from a friend at work, someone mm-hmm. that she knows. Her, his family owns land out here in Prosper, mm-hmm. and Jerry Jones offered his family life changing money for their land, mm-hmm. and they took it. But that money for generations yeah. on has changed their family forever yeah. so yeah. like they've been positioned to where now they don't have to worry about finances and their kids don't have to worry about finances and their kids kids don't have to so it's just yes. like land has so much value that mm-hmm. we tend to forget about wow. and really i know a lot of african americans in specific like we're quick to sell our property to just go somewhere else yeah, yeah. we missed that concept it's not mm-hmm. mis- it wasn't like put into our our true understand like generational understanding mm-hmm. you know it's almost like we have to go back to research or read books or play yeah. catch up to yes. really understand the importance of owning land mm-hmm. but yeah. we'll get there um 
and it's important yeah, for your kids it, too. Yeah, it is. It's so much bigger than there's so many opportunities that are truly like legacy. Yes. Like, legacy opportunities. So I'm grateful for that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no you can go ahead so like, what is one thing god has done for you this week um i think just brought me through the week child. Yeah, i'm right. so that's thankful enough. Um, god has literally just brought me through this week because i have been tired i think like when we have big meetings like this in school like my anxiety is like through the roof mm-hmm. um and i used to struggle with that bad in college so i try not to go back there mm-hmm. um so god just bringing me through the week and i'm just so thankful for that because now i can rest (laughs) it's time for rest yes what about you um for me i would say god actually softened my heart for me this week when it came to a certain family members um i actually got in contact with one of my cousins and we've just been texting all week so it's been it's been good it's been really good but i'm very to certain things i'm still a little standoffish and so like he reached out to me first and i was very thankful i wasn't gonna text him back no Uh -uh. i wasn't gonna text him back at first but i was just like you know what this yeah. is this is what I've been asking for, so yeah. I'm a I'm a do right by it and text back. Yeah. So I know <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best, but you know sometimes your family, your yeah, family, yeah. okay, that's how you be your own people, be your own people, people. Oh, oh, oh. own people. Ooh, that's good. Well, Josie, hit them with the recap. Yes, alrighty, you guys. So if you have been following along, um, we started off this faith series with an introduction to our faith walk. And then we gave you tips and tricks on how to fall in love with Jesus and starting your relationship with God. We went a little bit deeper and defined what secular music was and gave you guys some tips on how to refrain. We talked about sex before marriage, our Christianity Q&A, and then our most recent episode was Faith Talk Addiction addition with Couples. Yay, yay, yes. yay. We've been, we've been on a roll, y'all. Yes. But before we get into it, you guys know we're about to take a little break, and then we'll be right back. One of the actions we will always take is seeking the Lord and getting closer to Him. And at the end of each episode, we provide you all with a Bible verse, hoping to encourage you. That's why we are excited to collaborate with Seek Jesus. Seek Jesus is an apparel brand that seeks to spread the gospel of Christ throughout the world. And with every purchase, a portion of the sale is donated towards several different mission fields. If you want to purchase good quality Christian apparel, head over to Seek Jesus and use the code the Black Girl Journey at checkout. I love those who love me, and those who diligently seek me will find me. Proverbs 8 and 17. Seek Jesus! All right, y'all. Thanks for seeking Jesus with us. And I just realized this mistake. We did not tell you that our first like break is our Seek Jesus commercial. So we are sponsored with Seek Jesus and it's um apparel line that's just literally about seeking Jesus. So that's what the listeners get to hear every what? Every episode. Every week. But we're about to get into this. Um but the before we get into the juicy stuff, okay. We ask all of our guests how did they meet God? Or where did you meet God? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I met God. I met God in my grandmother's uh, garden, the same one that oh. I continue to have dreams about. Um, I met him there. I set, I sought him there at probably the age of six, maybe six or eight was an even number. Um, I want to say it was six years old. 
but I saw him. Oh, I was outside, gosh. and so my cool. grandmother was one of them praying grandmothers, and I mean, like, all night, we fasting and praying. I'm like, <laughs> And then one day, I was like, you know what? I really want to know who she's speaking to. And I felt this the spirit of God come upon me. I was in tears, and I knew it was the Holy Spirit who heard my my really gent, like authentic, pure ass to know Him. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to praying grandma. I know. Yeah, I love that's like so beautiful. I think this generation we still have those praying grandmothers, but we kind of see that fading a fading little out. bit mm-hmm. but like we kind of take that for granted yeah like, i'm so thankful for my grandma my nana <laughs> my mom is a praying mom my grandmother is a praying was a praying mm-hmm. grandmother and so like i i personally would love to see that come back into what we have today because Absolutely. i really think that will most definitely heal a lot of the things Absolutely. that's going on in our community agreed agreed it's so amazing to see their prayers like still Going Working. Oh mm-hmm. just like, oh my gosh, like my grandmama prayed that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, wow. And you know, she, God rest her soul. But it's just so amazing how prayer echoes. It never stops. It That's just keeps one. going. So, yeah. Well, Miss Danny, we want to give you a chance before we get into like some other questions to share mm-hmm. your story. Because I feel like we could continuously ask you questions yeah. from what the bits and pieces I know, but I want you to have the opportunity to like really share it. Okay. So I'm going to keep this really, really, really short. Um, but growing up, I did meet God at a very young age and, um, I was always curious to know more about him for myself. And of course that was like a long journey of ups and downs. And it started off with just, um, being acceptance accept it so I can say that it started out performance based and I really believed starting from a young age that the more that I pleased people primarily my parents um, that the more I pleased God so the goal was to make straight A's make the basketball team um, minister praise dance go to church do everything and the applause and accolades from my parents meant that I really was pleasing God um, until I grew up, became a teen, and I really began mm-hmm. to disappoint my parents. And it was almost like this whole uh, tragedy in my life that I just woke up and went through this, you know, oh my gosh, I'll never get it right. I'm displeasing God. Maybe I wasn't chosen by him. And um, I just went searching for love in the wrong places <laughs> and I just went through a whole journey of uh, seeking out um, what I should have been seeking primarily instead of acceptance through performance just acceptance through grace and yeah. love true love unconditional love and um, I again while I was seeking love in the wrong place I found myself in an abusive relationship um, in college got really crazy, really abusive. Emotionally, physically, mentally, all that you can think of. Um, and I I ended up getting pregnant um, and just really lost myself in this whole whirlwind of just trying to get back to this place of, of true love and, 
and acceptance. God redeemed me from that. Um, he restored me from that. I met an amazing man um, who was a gift from God. He really was. Um, and he was part of that restoration. And he just, through friendships, started to accept me and my flaws and my son and um and my past and the he knew everything and he still loved me and that's where that whole uh performance out the window unconditional love started and um, we were married for right under five years had a two more children and unfortunately i lost him in a car accident in an automobile accident and um yes that was the absolute worst day of my life um, I remember when I got the call, I was at work and, um, the detective did not ask me to sit down. He just straight told me, you know, I'm sorry, your husband is deceased. And at 29 years old, I was, I lost for words, but I do specifically remember getting off the phone, facing the wall and saying, God, okay, you chose me and you obviously know a version of me that I have never met and I need to meet her quickly or this is not going to happen. Um, and what I meant, literally, God knew my heart. He knew that I was not going to live this life as a single mother which I ran from for so many years because I knew that would disappoint my parents. Um, but he chose me to be a single mom. The one thing that I just said I will never be, God's like, no, you'll be that and you'll be okay. I'll show you. Um, and yeah, I, I just remember that and everything else was a blank. And um, that was now well, coming up to nine years ago. And God has been faithful. He's been true to show me not one who I am, but who he designed me to be. And to know that that was, this was part of the story. Like, there's so much more. But, um, yeah, that is that is the story. Oh I don't even gosh, know what to say. Yes. Cause, like, some of the stuff I didn't know, like, you've been through, like, um, the abusive relationship in college. Um, and, like, losing your husband. Like, I, I don't have a husband. But I don't know what that would feel like yeah and having a child and then um what your child may be going through yeah and then finding someone else and then your younger children losing their I'm like tearing I'm up. like trying not yeah, to cry right so now sad. but it's it's who I'm trying to like formulate the words yeah. like it's very difficult to see but you don't wear it oh god at you all. do not wear yeah. it at all and it's just you yeah. glow and you shine in the glory of god uh, and it's just right. so beautiful that's to right. see like the whew. that's right there was a lot of definitely okay so every day was not a perfect day every day every season was not a perfect season um but there were times when i literally was losing my mind i mean didn't have it together, was told all the way up. And um, I said, okay, I'm crazy. I opened up the word and I began to just read God's promises of my life. And I'm just like, I know I don't feel this. I don't see this when I look in the mirror, but let's just see if this works. <laughs> 
And I'm literally speaking that, you know, God will take my ashes and make them beautiful. Like God will take this pain and he will give me his hand, his anointing over my head, over my children. Like he will change this for the better. Yeah. Literally at my worst in the valley, I'm speaking God's promises and I'm just like, I don't want to say I'm testing God, but I'm just like, I, I'm i a fool for really believing this because right now I feel like you don't like me, but I, in this season, I'm going to trust you anyways. And yeah. there was a point in time where I was really, really brokenhearted because I felt like I, I trusted a God that forgot me. And God had to heal me for even that. Like, for believing that he really forgot me. And I felt like I was more loyal to his word. But um, I'm so grateful for that because God even showed me that he had so much grace over my life, even when I had it completely wrong. He was patient enough to take me back and, like, deconstruct all of that backwards thinking to like, no, I never forgot you. But it wasn't immediate. It was a journey to where he got me back to that. It like reminds me of the Do message that? that Pastor had this week of like speaking to your dry places. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not always like something that's destitute or dead. Just something that you may feel like you forgot about. Exactly. And just speaking over those things. And although it might not look like that same every day but as you continue to speak to those things they grow back and they come back mm. together yeah oh my god i immediately yeah. thought of what one of our guests said last week um, my cousin's wife and she was just talking about like actually asking god for things like mm-hmm. instead of being scared there's something that you know you have the power and the holy ghost over you and the spirit of god in you like it's okay to ask god for That's what right. you want and what you need um and being in the place you were i don't think i would ask god anything nice yeah I'm like yeah. Wh- like why me but also like why not me mm-hmm. which i think is what we've been learning a lot through mm-hmm. like this whole podcast that's what we've been learning like why yeah, not why me yeah. yeah you know <sighs> i got so caught like, it's my turn to ask the question yeah. <laughs> well the first question is how did you remain faithful through your grief or through um, any of those yeah, challenges. Yeah, through life. So there was a season where, um, okay, so grief definitely does have its stages. Um, I think initially, I def- uh, of course, I went through denial. I, with my children, uh, just felt like, you know, he was going to come back. Um, my mind my heart my dreams even had him coming back you know and i'm just That's like, scary oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it was very hard um my body was probably the first to to realize that your husband is dead like mm-hmm. you are 29 years old you know that it was getting busy <laughs> It was the best that it ever was. Okay. Okay. You got your twos tied, so you was really like, oh, getting down. Getting down. Not oh, even thinking about it no it was more. Getting down. I mean, and the real deal. Not very too. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. Right. Look. Nothing like Mary. Mary. 
But first okay. off, thank you for breaking that stereotype because people believe when you get yeah. married, sex stops. Oh god no. And that it's oh, dry, or it's, dry or yeah. it's like Monday. It's Monday. Day. Okay. Vanilla. <laughs> yeah. Baby, this is me after three kids. Like, no, it it was sweet. And there's nothing like having someone that God has given you permission to to like to get yeah. to know and discover and it was just <laughs> we're waiting wow. for our time so, waiting yeah, for it. We're no. waiting. so as I was you know being faithful in my grief like my body was like slapping me up and down it was yeah. like you don't have that goodness that you know God was giving you yeah. in that area um and that was really hard uh, as a as a woman who who really loved like intimacy with my husband and uh, the level that we got at. There was many times where I was just like, "Okay, God, so I'm supposed to stay pure, <laughs> and you let this happen to me." And I mean, it was. Me, my husband, and you was in the bedroom. Like you knew what was happening. <laughs> you knew what was you going on. You, you was there. You knew. You was clapping with us. I was like, "Yay! God loves marriage." Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh my God, I thought this was what we talked about. Right. And I literally remember the last time that we did. Like, we had a fun. I mean, it's it's so bittersweet now because God knows. And I know that that was, God knew that that was going to be the last, last time. time. And it almost felt like the last time looking oh. back because it was just different. And a lot of times in that grief where I was trying to stay faithful, <laughs> I'm like, Lord, you know, and you know that this was going to be it. <laughs> and, you know, um, so it was not so much an impossible, like staying pure, staying celibate. It wasn't impossible. There was a season in my life where I literally chose to, in a way, not get back at God, but be angry at God and just be like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to be reckless. I can't control what happens in my life anyway. So let me just get out here and do my thing. And, um, you know, just <laughs> being real, yeah, yeah. real uh, grief can make you do some really crazy things. It yeah. really can. Um, it can get you outside of that faithful zone. Um, but we serve a God that really is patient and up to bring right back. He's understanding, too. Um, he doesn't allow you to be a victim. There was not one time where I... Like, in all transparency, it was like, well, God, I was grieving, so I had to go out and go on a date. Yeah. Okay. I, had to, I had to get me. You know what I'm saying? It was just this whole, you know, Lord, why did I do that? Like, and, and he answered me. Well, because you don't see you the way that I see you. And I'm going to show you the way that I see you. And I'm going to show you why. I want you to be my temple. I'm going to show you why I created you so that I can dwell in you. But right now, you're not there yet. So he was patient enough to uh, to allow me to see me the way that he saw me. So that was, it was just a big, 
big piece of grief plays a big piece of not being faithful sometimes but you can't use that as an excuse that is literally the third time I've heard that this week, so maybe God kind of said something to me. But, like, <laughs> I've literally, you would be the third when someone has said, like, God has want, wants me to see me the way he sees me. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I might, maybe God's trying to tell me that. I think I'm pretty cool. But, like, no. I'm, I'm sure there's some things I can work on, but, like, that's the third time I've heard that this week. So, incredible. maybe yeah. it's something. And I really appreciate, like, your honesty. Um, because I think as Christians, sometimes we're fearful to be honest because it makes other people feel like we're not holy mm-hmm. or we're not holy enough. Mm-hmm. But we tell our listeners all the time, like, we are on this walk with God and it's not supposed to look a certain way. It's not supposed to look perfect. Like, it's very stagnant. Yeah. It's some bumper roads. <laughs> and, like, I be doing disobedient stuff. My walk is not the same as her walk. Your no. walk is not the same as our walk. So, like, it, like, and God is working on me with this. Like, it bothers me that people believe that we, there's a cookie cutter way to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there is no cookie cutter way. Mm-mm. Like, if there was, God wouldn't have had to do all the things that he did. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just like, do not sit here and judge me and my flaws. Judge your mama. Okay? <laughs> judge your mama. Judge your mama. Because my walk is not perfect, and nor is it supposed to be. Right. Agreed. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's so amazing. I forget like, we have these questions. We have questions. You're just okay. so awesome. Yes. So, um, kind of going back and touching on um, being a single mother, how have you been able to remain faithful to God being a single mother? Okay, so that was the one thing that I absolutely refused to to like let my guard down on. Everything else, I was like, we're going to let it do what it do. But instantly, I became two parents for my kids. And... Um, I didn't want to be a single mother from day one. I don't want that statistic. I didn't want that taboo. I fought against it. Here I am. Whether it was through me doing my own thing or whether it was intentionally God allowing life to happen, here I am. And that was one thing for sure. God had called me to it. Um, Mm -hmm. And something about being a mother that says, um, I'm all in. Ten toes down. Like, um, there were days when I did not eat. Um, I couldn't eat, but my children needed to. Um, there were days when I <laughs> was depressed and down, but they wanted to uh, watch a movie, and that's what we did. Um, my son plays basketball. I got him to his games. Um, the children, my daughter was one, so quite didn't quite understand fully what was going on, but she still needed love and hugs and and um, my middle son, who I believe took it the hardest out of all, he was going through what we know now is a learning um, difference. And um, he was delayed uh, amongst his peers with talking and understanding language. He's um, the most polite. He's so polite. <laughs> I'm like, wow, because Jesus is working. Yes. He's so polite. Yes. Speaks yes. so clearly and with confidence. Yes. He, needed a, he needed a lot of patience. He needed mm-hmm. a lot of love. He needed... So all of my children needed me. Um, and there's something about wanting to give up on life when uh, God creates a community that needs you. And I, I'm so grateful 
God was so intentional. And I'm not saying if I didn't have kids, I would have been out of here. But um, God knew what he was doing with me. Mm-hmm. And to have those three kids needing three different things, um, it was really more of a blessing to me. He was building me up. You know, as I'm thinking I'm building them up, he was really building me. So it was really easy to stay faithful, I would say, to my children. You keep saying, um, like, the statistic about black women, about, like, being a single mother. We don't want to be single mothers either. But, like, how God chose you for that. And I think that's so important for, like, us to hear because what I want, I may not get. But, like, your story is helping someone else and your children us like Mm -hmm. i think that's so so intentional and so heartfelt so this was not on our prompted questions but like Mm -hmm. so how does dating look then if you feel like god has chosen you to be like single yeah i mean dating is interesting because um i've met some really amazing men um and i think that when i say amazing i have met my share of clowns too i've met people who <laughs> the first thing that come out their mouth is how many baby daddies you got and all this other stuff i'm just like none of your business okay i can't with you i cannot but um for the amazing men that i have met um i would always step away from those you know encounters and be like lord you know, is singleness like is this? Are you really trying to show me something through this? And um, I've just come to a place of just being content. Um, I've met some men who are absolutely okay with three kids. I've met some men who said that they were, and their actions were different. Um, and I, there's been seasons where my children have said they wanted that. There's been some seasons oh. where my my kids have said they don't want a dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, dating, I will say that what dating has reminded me of in these seasons is that God is my husband. Mm. And he has been the best husband ever. He's been the best father to my children ever. So, if there is a man, <laughs> he's not going to be God. I know that. But God has really set the standard. And yeah. um, if I, I, I think a beautiful thing about women today, uh, maybe in men too, I can only speak for women, is that they have the opportunity to, to really have a relationship with God and see that they do not have to settle. And there is nothing about being independent. <laughs> they point at each other. <laughs> that has nothing to do with independence. That has nothing to do with you know, being that strong, strong black woman that has everything to do with just recognizing that God has not called you to settle. Um, if, he, if he has someone and he does have someone, trust and know you will not settle at all. Oh, that's so beautiful. It reminds me of this TikTok. I have to send it to you. This TikTok I've seen this week, and it was about how when people begin to settle, they begin to resent those people they settled for. Mm-hmm. And so I think we see that a lot. And I, I'm not speaking on people's marriages, <laughs> but I do believe that kind of eggs on the things that deteriorate marriage. Yeah, when you begin to settle for less than what God has called you for, that spirit of resentment sits on you and you begin to not resent your surroundings, but you resent that person. Absolutely. And that person embodies everything that you thought you should have more Absolutely. 
So that's a fair share. As a widow, uh, I was about to say young widow, but I don't know if I still. You're still young. young. <laughs> I mean, you look fabulous. You're still, young. Like, You're still young. As a, as a widow, I can say with the almost five years that I had my husband, that man was from God. I did not settle. And if if there's a strong, urgent pull, the reason why you don't settle is because it really is bigger than you. It's bigger than the marriage. You have no idea what happens. You don't know what's coming. Death, sickness, children, another country. You don't know what's ahead after I do. So um, not only do you not want to settle because you want to have great chemistry and you want to have what God has for you, God truly does know what's coming. Um, so I know that I did not settle with my husband. Um, he was fine. I loved him. <laughs> he was so accepting. He showed me unconditional love. He helped repair my faith in God. But um, there are some things that he poured and planted into me and the children that are still like growing today outside of his passing and um that's to me a part of the importance of making sure you marry the right person so. i have like this one it's not the fans yeah. on but i feel like like there's a good <laughs> there's a in good the room. oh my god <laughs> i'm sure it's god but i don't you know i don't know if it's yes, your late husband spirit. too or i don't know i just spirit. feel like a really good presence in the room yes, god yeah we're so All thankful for you. I don't know. We're just going to take another break, guys, and we'll be right back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have you ever wanted to take a moment away from the noise in your life but feel like you haven't had the time? Or do you get anxious while you're at work or school? Well, we have the perfect drink for you. Moment. Moment is a meditation drink with no artificial flavors, caffeine, added sugars, or junk. You can find clarity with L-theanine and reset with ashwagandha. These natural adaptogens increase alpha brain waves just like meditation. Moment comes in many flavors like blueberry, ginger, and cherry hibiscus. You can also purchase it in steel or sparkling. If you want to give yourself a break, try Moment and enter the code THEBLACKGIRLJOURNEY in all caps at checkout for a discount. Take a moment. Thanks for taking a moment with us, guys. And Ms. Danny, when you have time to drink them, let us know how you like I it. And if wait. you don't like it, it's be honest. Yes. <laughs> We about to get into the nitty gritty and the Ooh. juicy. I thought it was already juicy, but yes, this is, this is even juicy. Alrighty. So the first question is, how do you refrain from temptations as a single woman? Like, okay, so how do I refrain for today? <laughs> <laughs> like this season of my life, I really, um, I can't even say I stay busy. I, um, I just. The, I know what causes a problem for me. Okay. And I don't even go there. Know the solution. So, okay. your triggers. I'm, okay. I'm 30 ish. Okay. In my, so, so early sick. 30, I didn't know. I didn't know. A 29, <laughs> right, when, right when I lost my late husband, I had no idea that watching this Netflix series rose up something <laughs> inside of me. 
or listening to this song or being around this person or smelling that <laughs> type of cologne. It'll get you every time. Uh, yeah. It'll Even this sip of wine. Like, certain things cause me to respond in a certain way. So, it did take a Who while. Of, yeah, it took, it took time. Okay, so when you hear me say that I reframe, please hear me say, it took time to see what certain things did to me. So, don't give yourself grace. <laughs> We be patient with each but yourself, um, but you know after like two or three times when you know that that triggers you, triggers you, then you come into a season where you just like you know what, I can go have brunch, but I cannot have three mimosas, like because I know when I get home, <laughs> ain't nobody there. Oh my gosh, nobody is at home. When you, listen, nobody's gonna be in the bed when you get home. Nobody but Jesus. Okay. Just turn off. Just turn off. Like, I mean, and it, I know, yeah. But that no. is us with, like, Socky. TV shows. Oh, Saki too. But TV <laughs> shows, when we're watching TV and, like, a sex scene will come on, we'll, be, oh, we'll clutch our pearls. Like, oh, no. I'd be like, Lord, now you yeah. know. You know. Right. And you it's know, not like Lord. you can't take it. It's just like, so what am I going to do with this? Literally. What am I going like, to do with this? What are we going to do? How am I going to retain this information? Yes. Like, oh, my gosh, can't wait to get a husband. Right. And I know. Yeah. And and for me, I know, like, it's just so hard because the devil wants uh, our generation to just oh, go out so and be reckless. Yeah. Because there's mm-hmm. so many people, like, we're single by choice. Remember that, you guys. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people that come and try to come to their lives, yeah. and it's just like, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this with you. <laughs> no. And we don't drink as much either anymore yeah. because we, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, y'all listen, sometimes they drink does certain for things for certain people but for some people the drink really makes you just oh, it makes you hot we really don't drink like that when we do drink it's like fun girls night or whatever but like when we reached our limit i think yeah. it's where we're like oh yeah, we've got to cut it yeah, off because something gonna happen yeah. and i can't let that right. and then she's like should i call someone so i'm like maybe so i'm like maybe so. I really it goes from a uh it goes from a no it goes to go ahead like okay maybe not like but we'll follow, drink right there we'll be getting ready to do it and then we'll just pass out like the lord be like go to sleep right yeah the top of the glass is no middle is maybe so yeah. and the bottom is like go ahead and text them. <laughs> we like have each other because oh, I gosh. think it'd be so much harder. Like, if <laughs> one we weren't roommates, and two we just as best friends. Like, if she We're wasn't very like, don't right, don't do that. <laughs> like, I mean, look at we work so oh, hard that yes. I think like it would yes. set us back. Oh, for sure, it will. It it will, and that's why it's always good to have like that community, that that one person that hasn't been sipping or just knows. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes that one person is tired of hearing you say, "Girl, why?" You why can just you? be that person to be like, "Listen, I'm tired. I don't want to hear you talk about how you did it." I just don't. I'm lucky sometimes. That I told you so, friend. I'd be like, "I told you not to do that. Didn't I tell we you?" We have a lot of. Not to shout out our friends, but like, we'd be like, why would you do that? Why would you tell you not to do that? Okay, this is a good segue because the next question is, what are your thoughts on sex before marriage? And before we answer, Uh we did a poll on our Instagram and like, yeah, none of like, no shade to the, our listeners and our lovely ladies, but most of them said, yes, sex before marriage. Um, I didn't ask why. They would do it. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean... Um, my question would be to that is, 
what do you want from it? You know, because mm-hmm. some people may say, I just want to uh, see if it hurts or. Yeah. Whatever. They want to know if they they going to be saying it. What is this that everybody's right. talking about? So, uh, what I can say is that uh, what is in culture songs or what people are bragging about mm-hmm. is, is worldly <laughs> sex. And uh, I hate to be so spiritual about it, but because I have experience like sex and marriage, I can 100%, not even 99.9%, I 100% know that God created sex. And I 100%, not 99.9, I 100% know and have experienced sex to the most purest level. So... I will confidently I tell you that if that is what you're looking for, you will not find it before marriage. That's what that all is, the couples on our podcast have said, though. Like, yeah. sex is way better than marriage. And, like, a good point you made was, like, secular music. They're not talking about... They're not, yeah. nobody make no song for people who are married. Like, like not, okay, <laughs> Tamla Mann and her husband, David Mann, were going to make Christian sex music but <laughs> I, I just could not coming from I someone mean, who's not married yes. I could not understand yeah. the yeah. purpose in that yeah. we, we took a long break from I want to say secular music because what I've learned is like secular music sex is just like music that doesn't glorify God but yeah. we stopped listening to music that talks about sex and like we, we our generation like in middle school like we were listening to like Ray Ricky and stuff we like was. that nice. <laughs> Like, so our generation is naturally like yes. like that. Yeah. It, it makes us numb to the actual it, act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's why like no shade to everyone out there, but like our STD rates are so high. Right. Like a single like having kids is so high. Yeah. Like all this stuff that's happening yeah. is so high because we are exposed to it at such yeah. a young it's age. So, it's so sad. And, the enemy, you know, y'all. I know. I just. I just hate the devil. I just, we did too. I just, I'm like, sick of him. You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> oh, even oh, like in culture, the music, and you know, we were listening to stuff that we don't know. We had no business listening. Right. We didn't know what it was doing. But even for the people who, you know, were unfortunately like experienced abuse at, at a very young age or innocent age, and you know, everything um, from rape, molestation, even just you know, finding themselves in those inappropriate like situations where that's where they were introduced to what's supposed to be what God intended. Um, I still believe that uh, I'm not the person that says, you know, if you've had sex before marriage, you're still a virgin because there are some people who are just like I'm a virgin I'm a virgin I'm again. a born again virgin yeah, you got no, to wear no. eyes you got no, to wear eyes no, like no, everybody no, else no. but I will say that I don't it, you, you have not experienced sex before marriage I believe you experienced lust I believe you experienced everything that God never intended it to be including if you were abused uh, and molested that is not what God intended it that experience to be and that all is the works of the enemy trying to steal what God really wants you to experience so I would say for the people who voted uh, (laughs) that they want to try and see just know what you're seeking after Mm, just really know what you're seeking after 
and uh, for people who really want to wait to marriage, um, you will be glad that you did. Our generation struggles hard. Even our group chat this week. <laughs> this week. It's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. The devil yeah. be trying to get your hormones. That's what really. Yeah. 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 You're trying to get in your mind. I think like knowing like how the devil can attack you. And for me, it's through my mind. Like mm-hmm. I'm always thinking and like there's always thoughts in my mind. Not just about sex, but like. My mind is constantly going, and yeah. that's, there's no moment of peace for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I just know that's the devil. Yeah, it's the I just devil. know that's the devil. I mean, and I'm not. I know the questions are for me. I'm not going to ask. No, you. no, no. Please, please. please. Ask, like, this is I mean, the dialogue. question is like, if you really want to have sex, and you have sex, mm-hmm. when you walk away, do you say, "Oh my gosh, I finally did it"? No, like no. truly. <laughs> In the moment, once it finished, I'll be like, whew. Uh, but then afterwards, when I sit in it, I'm like, I shouldn't have did it. Yeah. Like, I feel bad. I feel like yeah. I've disappointed something. I was disappointed God. Like, something right. in me is not fulfilled. I always say, like, I'm thankful to the person I lost it to because he was so patient. And uh-huh. it was more so he was waiting on me. Like, no rushing and whatever. So, like, I feel thankful it went to him. But, like... Your situation, like, I just feel like I could have waited and waited for my husband. Um, So, yeah. And, like, in our Relationship Goals series, we had a guest come on. His name's Ladarius. And he told us, like, after sex, you shouldn't be, like, tired. You know, almost, like, a bad feeling. You You should be rejoicing. Yeah. Yeah. You should be, like, energized. Yeah. I'm married. No, he's, he's single. dating oh, now. He's dating, he's yeah, dating, he's dating now, dating. and I, I feel like this wow, is the one. Wow, and he understood that yeah. concept. Yeah. That yeah. is very good. <laughs> it, it, it was like an it older was cousin. very, like, mind-blowing. Like, yeah, mind-blowing. Because, like, truthfully, like, after you do the deed, sometimes you just be like, ooh, tired, no yeah. round two. <laughs> like, yeah. But, like, in marriage, and, like, what he was saying, like, when you found that person, like, you should feel energized. You should feel like you're going on a exactly marathon right. after. That's, like, No, that's... He, he hit the head... The nail on the head backwards. Head on the head. Nail on the head. But, no, he's exactly right. Like, so God wants, in the moment, that, oh, my gosh, thank God, you know, I finally having sex, all of that, feeling that great exiting feeling, God wants that to continue when you're done. So like, what, what happens now, Miss Danny? Because you're single. <laughs> so what oh, we gonna do? Shame. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! So you know, I have really got to the place where those moments they happen outside of sex. Yeah. Like they really do. You have fulfillment um, in other places. Yes. I mean, um, gardening for sure. Yeah, um, there was a season where working out really did it physically for me yeah um, that's me and i was that's, 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 I that's was all of us good y'all <laughs> that season is gone but, um, you still look good i appreciate it but there was ta- right there were times where i would like get on the treadmill or go for a run and that rush that i felt yeah it almost made me kind of not addicted but i wanted to do it more because like oh god finally i have an outlet you know yeah. and you know sweating and getting all those endorphins out and things so um it's so beautiful how uh, i will have these moments 
like the drink. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, Lord, wow. Like, I, I feel I'm in ecstasy. I'm on cloud nine. Like, these are the moments where um, I thought it would only come from sex. I thought it would only come from a, a partner. And I'm like, wow, th- there's so many parallels in life. And, um, and I'm so grateful that God has created all of us to really experience those parallels. It could be something as small as seeing a rose grow and bloom in the winter. Yes, like, awesome. I, <laughs> I literally have seen so many phenomenals um, that I could have just drove right past. And God slowed down my day and to just be like, wow, like, look at that butterfly. I've never seen that before in my life. Those parallels to ecstasy and sex and, and things like that. I'm so grateful to God. And, and food, too. I have a food. I love food. We love food. food. I love food. <laughs> like, you know how you taste that one thing and you're, you're like, like, oh, like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, I don't know if y'all been to uh, New Orleans, but I had we got to go, girl, we y'all. Got to go eat. Oh, we I got went to, go. to I was at this place. They was playing music. It was great. And an old auntie, she pulled out. She opened her cooler and had some stuff wrapped in full. And she just handed me a sandwich. She oh, was like, "Here, baby." I took a bite out of that. I know it was good. I know that was fire. Hey, and, uh, hey. It wrapped in oh. a, a, not even regular. Fire. I had crossed my legs. <laughs> I was like, oh my. Because I think that's the question. That was the question in our group chat this mm-hmm. week. Like, what can I do besides think about having sex or like wanting to have sex? We're all, we're listing all these things. Go read a book. Go to the gym. Yeah, <laughs> like, and it kind of trickles into like the question was like, is it okay to have self gratification like masturbation? Mm-hmm. That's a really um, I I struggle with that. I do. Um, I know, I know, yeah, yeah, I've heard so many uh, theologians say, no, it's not in the Bible. There is no clear answer as to yes or no. Um, But I I believe that, um, you know, we should be seeking to be more like Christ. And not that I can never imagine like him, you know, doing self-gratification to him. (laughs) Yeah. I I couldn't. But um, he was a servant. And um, as much as I loved the fulfillment of my husband, one thing about sex that makes it so amazing is that you, you, you're aiming to please that person. And that person is aiming to please you. So in a way, like... That's what we read about, in a way, like, like, It shouldn't be like yeah, a selfish... In a way, yeah, like selfish. masturbation is really just all about yeah, me. Yourself, yeah. And there's something about experiencing sex yeah. when it really was pleasing that person. And I know some people say that men get more gratification from sex when they see that their wives are... are Self-pleasuring, yeah. Yeah. But I, I would say that as a woman, I can't speak for every woman, but as a woman that loves sex, I really did get so much fulfillment in pleasing him more than pleasing myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's and what they said. Biblically, <laughs> so biblically, yeah. that's what it really is. Even all the way down to in the bedroom, I think that God really calls us to give to others not yourself yeah that's what we were like talking about this week and i was telling alicia the same thing like i don't think god would want us to do that because it's almost like like my argument was it's almost like 
you're having sex with yourself like yeah so it's like and he made that for marriage and for someone yeah. else and then she looked it up and it said exactly what you said like it's almost selfish it is like, selfish so in the book of leviticus chapter 15 uh, verse um one through 18 it talks about um the release um men admitting releasing their semen and how they are seen as unclean but then it goes into more um, following up with Second Timothy chapter three verses um, sixteen through seventeen, and how God revealed the law of sin, and that masturbation is a selfish act. Like you're not, it promotes lust, and that's right. one of the things yeah. that God hates. God hates lust. Like right. you know, although you might not be thinking it as a lustful action, like you're sitting here thinking like, oh, I just need to relieve myself, mm-hmm. but it could lead to you thinking like okay who are you thinking about while you're Mm -hmm. masturbating what are you looking at while you're masturbating like it leads into other things yeah and one thing masturbation kind of takes me back to what we're talking about earlier like how do you feel after you know and a lot of those feelings that I feel after are not what God has for me it's not Mm -hmm. your portion he doesn't want you to feel you know convicted and nasty and ashamed and and you know i'm not calling my friend telling them hey guess what i just did you know <laughs> oh my so, gosh because so, people will hear that and be like well i don't feel ashamed after well guess what who do you tell right after you do it okay. you know what i'm saying like we you don't have like, to that's great girl it. yeah you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to tell me those <laughs> feelings are not what god wants for you um so you know what do you do if that's that if you feel different or opposed to you know my views at the end of the day i i just think that you have to sit down and have those moments those you know really authentic conversations with god and i will be the first to admit i'm gonna put myself out there that even in the act i've asked god why like lord this is not what you have for me is this what you have for me and that's with tears in my eyes that's you know going through grief and you know that how I was just cut off cold turkey like this can't be God what you wanted is this what you wanted and and the act not after (laughs) not before but the moment when I'm actually in it talking to him saying in tears like Lord this is not what you want for me is it what you want for me and even in my darkest moments, God, knowing that he's there. Like, yeah. you know, some people, they're just, you know, they may go find a dark closet or try to do it somewhere where they're alone. But there's something when you have a relationship with God to know that even in my wicked places, you're there to, to talk to me and invite him there. Like, if you don't want to listen to us, invite him to, to talk to you even there. Someone told me that they're like, God's always with you, so you like should be thinking about like, who you going in the club? Like, does God want to go there? Like, probably not. He gonna go with you. Like, does God want to go on the liquor store? Probably not. He's gonna go with you. God does not want to see you throwing it in the circle, child. Get it together. That has changed the way I think about things, um, for sure. Because. I don't want to take God in certain places Mm-mm. and then feel shame and then have him in a certain predicament. But, like, I'm not going to We going out when, she, when it's her birthday. Oh, my birthday, But yeah. I think we're th- we always are constantly thinking about, like, how are we going to act? How are we going to navigate How are we going to navigate these spaces and I, now that we're changed? Yeah, women? like, now Please. that I'm thinking about it, like, <laughs> there's just so much that I think about more. 
Like, <laughs> we tr- I try my hardest now, even, like, with conversations that I have, like, how am I upholding God in this conversation? Like, yeah. how am I presenting God? Because, like we said previously, like, when people find out you're Christian, they automatically expect for you to present a certain way. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little zone. Okay. Like, I'm still working on myself. And we're not bad people. Like, we're yeah. not bad women. Like, what am I supposed right. to act like? Yeah. Right. If I have a cocktail, it's like... World War Three. Look, we're learning. I'm trying my best. Right. Tell me about the Lord. You know better than I do. Tell me. Tell me. Exactly. Since you are God's favorite, tell me what you know. This was good to take with us, and I think for like the listeners, especially because that's like a hot topic is sex. I think that's like probably number one. That's what they want us to talk about the most. Sex is great. Sex is amazing. Texas all like, of that and a bag of chips. Oh, I'm a- it is awesome. <laughs> it really is. Uh, but it is nothing without God. Like, I really do feel. And y'all do. Ooh. Y'all. I, y'all. <laughs> like, I'm going to be talking to Jesus in my head. Jesus. Like, like you just said, Jezebel. <laughs> <laughs> I am now officially in the same train with y'all i'm single okay i'm not talking y'all let me tell you something in this season it does annoy me to hear married people talking about way to marriage you know love the lord with all your heart way to marriage. i'm like but you going home tonight okay okay like after the sermon we saw the way y'all was looking at each other y'all holding hands everything so i don't see what you have to say sorry so y'all listen to me clear i'm in y'all same seat i'm sitting right next to you Sex is amazing. It's wonderful, but it is not without God. And I promise you, if you have a relationship with God, you are you have the best part. All you, you you really do. You really do. I really do. Like I literally yes. am at this place where I'm like, Lord, I do want to get remarried, and selfishly because. <laughs> I do miss having sex, mm-hmm. and for a little, a, a lot of other reasons too. But um, I can one hundred percent, not ninety nine point nine nine nine. I can one hundred percent say that God is the best part. And I know we need to move on, but let me just put in. No, take your time, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. I know that there are women who want to have kids. Okay, mm-hmm. so I know I have three. So maybe we're not sitting on the same road because <laughs> yeah. you know, um, kids are is huge. It's important. Um, Again, I love my babies, but it will not be the same experience with my God. It would not. It, it will be a completely devastating experience. Um, there's so much going on with women who have kids. I'm in healthcare. It's CPS is real. We need CPS. I know we hear stories and we laugh about it and stuff, but without God, postpartum, uh, losing your mind, going crazy is real and the devil does play on our minds about sex and the devil plays on our mind about lust but he will take your mind all the way out if you don't have god mm-hmm. he, he will and, and it'll affect children and and legacy and generations um yeah. so mm-hmm. no god is god literally is everything something like prompted me to say this earlier but i was like god what am i not supposed to say that like what am i supposed to but like you saying like you think you're ready for like your next season now i feel like i can say it but like we come from blended families and like me personally i feel like i have the best like blended family like we are just like we're just like 
like I love my stepdad, I love my biological dad, and my siblings that come with us. Because um, my mom came with me, um, my stepdad came with three, and the oldest two have the same mom, and the youngest sister doesn't. And then they made my younger brother. And we are like close. They've been married for 20 years um, as of like this past weekend. <laughs> like, I just am so in love with my family. And like, I think God did that. Like, I know like divorce isn't intended and it's not supposed to happen. And it'll mm-hmm. happen with our parents. And it's yeah. probably needed to happen. But yeah, like, yeah, it, it was like, has been the best thing. So I just like speak that over you and hope that like when it's the season's here, maybe like, and they're going to be great like you're gonna have a great husband your children are gonna love them so yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's incredible (laughs) i needed to hear that oh good y'all god is such a good husband so whoever it is he got us like literally i'll get in my car there's a light on in my car and i'm like lord you're my man <laughs> this lighting came cheese. on and yes. i don't know what this means and by the end of the day like someone literally true story someone walk up to me in my job and just be like hey i just you know fix this guy's daughter's arm and he's a mechanic oh, and hey he doesn't have another uh, he doesn't have a way to pay me i don't need anything do you need anything with your car same day oh yes same day I be telling God that too. I be like, God, you're my boyfriend. You got to be my husband. Okay. And but have you ever taken God on a date, baby? (laughs) Baby, that that changed. That that changed my life. I literally opened the door for God. Like we went to go get the Bible. I currently read every day, Uh and like I was holding his hand. And sometimes I find myself when I'm like in anxiety, high anxiety moments, or when I'm nervous, like me cupping my hands as if I'm holding God's hands yes. and it's just like I do that quite often now like, it's like it's so, I, really yes. I hold my heart yeah but like, y'all God. if you have not been on a date with Jesus it's the bomb out. the food tastes different day. yes like I mean and you're not alone and I you know I, me and God be going on dates I see some people on dates on their phone and doing that I don't even want to be there and I'm like Lord people watch people watching and everything um but even with my kids like i had this dream about going god on dates you know mm-hmm. with somebody with my kids but even me and my kids and the lord go on dates girl people be buying our food like my son and really? bought an extra and like people <laughs> hey it was paid i'm like look at you god, look at god okay. right really when I went on a date with God, it was so, like, scary and ironic. But, like, I was sitting by myself at a big table. Don't know why. But I was sitting by myself, <laughs> and, like, I ordered my food. With, you know, the QR codes that they now have on the table. Yeah. So I ordered my mm-hmm. food. And, like, she brought over two play settings, but she didn't take it back. She saw it was just me. She brought over two play settings. And she was like, here you go. I was like, okay. What? And I was oh, like, God. oh, God, you're really here. <laughs> like, you really she didn't take it back. I said, like, okay, God, do you like spicy food? Because we're going to put a hot sauce on it. Like, it was, like, so surreal. And she she never came back. I was just like, oh. I know, no. It sounds well, like. Yeah, the gosh. last date I went on with the Lord, I was so fly, so beautiful. So, I mean. Yes. I, just, I mean, okay. I was Dress like, Lord, for your Lord. I look good for you. <laughs> and um, we went to 
Olive Garden late. I don't know if I can say Olive Garden. It was, it, we went late. And um, I, that was actually one of my first jobs. I used to hate when people came right before close. I was just like, go home. <laughs> go <amazing>. home. <laughs> but anyway, it started so late. And this lady, uh, my server, walked up to me. You could tell she was tired. She was so sweet and kind. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just want some soup. Like soup and bread. Like I wanted to get out. This is me and the Lord. I had to tell her it's me and the Lord's time. But I was just like soup and bread, please. And by the end of the night, she wanted prayer. Like we were just throughout the night, she just kept staying near to the table, and I don't know why. It was just a just a magnetation. Like she just wanted to be near the table, and um, she t- ended up telling me her story. And and then I ended up telling her, you know what? I know it's late. Thank you for welcoming me. But me and the Lord just needed to have our time together. And she was almost in tears. She was just like, mm-hmm. like yeah, God, we, we be sitting in my car. That's what really be taking me so long. Oh. <laughs> I like to sit in my so car. Just invite Jesus I to just your birthday. Like, 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 Jesus is already there. For the longest time, like, even still sometimes I still struggle. Like, I want to get baptized. And, like, that is going to be my mm-hmm. gift to God when I get re-baptized. Like, I wanted to do it on my birthday. But I was like, you know what, God? I'm going to do this one thing, but I'm going to give you this baptism. Yay. Yeah. And so, like, it that's... It's It's going to be a big party. It's going to be lit. Yeah. It's going to be a big one. We were literally just talking about that before we left my cousin's house, like, getting rebaptized because uh, they're going to baptize my baby cousin. But, like, um, something about getting... Because we've been baptized before. Yes. But something about getting rebaptized when you really... You chose to. Understand yes. your faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. Amen. I can't wait to find. I low key want to find a gospel music only club in Houston. That used to be my dream as a child. Like Children's Church now is lit. Okay, yeah, basically, it's a club. It's basically, it's like we can find some great like Christian hip hop music. It just hits different. With you had a prayer. Yes. With the beats. Okay. Like, yes. Yes. I think you have the next question. I do. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Wait. Let me no. pull it up. Let me get back on topic. Okay. So the next question is What has serving in the church done for you? <laughs> <laughs> Honesty. Oh. Yes. Oh. Therapy. I'm in therapy, y'all. I'm, I'm, therapy. I'm in therapy. Um, so what serving has taught me is that uh, God is so intentional about seasons and um, God has a plan and in that plan, he definitely has called you to serve, uh, but he wants to be so intricate in every detail of your life, including service. So what I'm really saying is even though people see your gifts and your talents and you know that you're supposed to be serving Please stop and ask God what he wants you to do. Like, um, that's what I learned the most out of serving is, um, you know, yielding to what God wants me to do. And um, serving my children, serving the children that come into the hospital, uh, giving them positive words, talking to their parents, um, serving my community, even through COVID, uh, delivering fresh vegetables to the elderly who can't get out um showing up in a snowstorm just to help like corn and and work as a community being present um smiling at somebody in the grocery store 
if, if we if we're not careful and we're constantly saying yes to people we forget that serving is a day is a lifestyle like mm-hmm. that's what we're called to, we're called to be not do service we're called to be servants so um what i've learned the hard way some some would say is that um what may look big to people mm-hmm. um it may not be big to god because it's not your heart it's not your actions it's not your attitude it's your accents and god really wants your attitude he wants your heart not your hand so um i am currently in a um I am being mentored in our women's ministry mm-hmm. at the church for a potential leadership role. <laughs> and I'm walking uh, very humbly um, because if I'm elevated, God, it'll be God. If I'm elevated to the position. Um, and if I'm offered the position and God doesn't want me to, I will gracefully just say, I'm going to be, I'm going to find so much like fulfillment in serving where God has called me to serve in this season. Um, I hope and I pray that that's an answer to someone's prayer because sometimes we really do think that the small things don't matter and the world will tell you that. And unfortunately, the church will tell you that too. Um, But I remember one of the greatest things that I think your mom did was she Mm -hmm. poked in students and she gave you, I think it was like $10 or something. Oh, yeah. She was like, I don't know, but I feel like the Lord wants to give somebody some money. And she doesn't know that one of our students was struggling with with it. And in her heart, she probably thought that was so small, but that was one of our students who was dealing with unbelief and and God and, and that change so much for them so even small things that people don't see on platforms matter um and i really do think that god wants someone to know that that service is not so much about your gifts and talents but it's about your heart your attitude to just even do small things like help the old lady put her groceries in her truck yeah or let that person skip you that (laughs) has like 10 items in their basket and you just got to I mean or you know having grace for that that parent that has a baby that's crying and you really can't hear what you want to hear but just being like oh it's okay sometimes that is what God has called you to versus big roles and responsibilities that's such a good answer (laughs) and that's so funny you remember that about my mom too because like I Obviously, I didn't remember until you brought it up. But she's always been like that. Like, <laughs> my family, I think, is a good rep- representation of servant culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I feel like this is the most quiet we've been on an episode. Cause, like, For sure. I'm so like, in tune. Like, Honestly, like, in this last couple moments, like, obedience came into my mind. Yeah. Like, your ob- obedience to God yeah. through this all is so amazing and to see it like god has truly like placed his hands on you and like you just continue to glorify him over and over and over again yeah she's literally like a walking i'm trying angel. not to cry like I literally know, i'm no. like Yo, i always tell that to people that i was like y'all haven't met this like, <laughs> like, oh. 
Like, yeah. I, I, talk, I feel like I talk about you a lot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's like, like, like a oh. fucking angel. Like, no, no, it's a journey. I just, I really want y'all to, to even with the podcast, even with, you know, life endeavors, just know it's a journey. And it's so sweet. When God is walking with you, like, it's so much not about where you're going. It's really about the steps that you're taking to get there. It is so beautiful through the way. Um, obedience is so hard. But it's like that, that, that ripple that once you obey, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Your territory, what God is going to do in your life, it's a sea just waiting if you just throw obedience out there. Just let that ripple just grow. It's not easy, but God is not calling you to obey because he's, mean and he's just controlling and he could be he, he has every right to be he could take out all he the bad does. things in our reality <laughs> like, he's so not controlling which he could be he just really wants you to well, see man. everything that he has for you I need to get that homeless shelter. You know I need to do that. That's where I'm supposed to be. Honestly, I'm not even going to hold you. Like, I've been so, like, and I know this is the devil. Like, there's just been so much going on on my plate at work. I have not been fully committed to our blue energy the way I should be. Oh, girl, you're fine. No, but, like, that's, that's, like, when she was talking about that, like, I was just like, this is how I serve at my work. That is true. And, like, this is what I do for our community. And, like, I've been so busy and selfish in a sense in other ways focusing on what i want and i'm not taking the time to do what i know i'm supposed to be doing for context so our family's foundation partners with her job and we put on like stuff for the scholars and the babies and the schools that are close to them Mm -hmm. and she spearheads that partnership with us so you guys with other organizations and i just have not been giving everyone enough time because I've just been like, you know, God, this is my season. Like, this is the job that I've been praying for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm up for a potential promotion. Like, I got to focus. I got to mm-hmm. dive in. Like, I don't have time for this right now, God. When I'm ready, when I have time, I'll do it. Yeah. But, like, I have time to sit on TikTok at work. <laughs> I can have time to she reach out to people. I be telling oh, I be on that TikTok. is that, like, we know oh. that, though. Like, like, especially because we literally, I work with my family and she knows my family. Uh Like, we also know that Alicia is growing into something else. But that's why we make connections with the other Anatole members, you know, because we know you have to elevate. So I think it's more or less who you like not doing your job because you come to Uplift Saturdays. I'll be there. I'm just uplifting you. You come to all the events that we put on. There's just so much more that I know at that property and like the Anatole community we could be doing. Yeah, and, and I know so, they want to do it. There's a little push. <laughs> yes. Not your mother. You gonna do harder. it? You gonna do it? One thing one uh, my mentor told me is, uh, you probably heard this before, but uh, with God, there are no once in a lifetime experiences or opportunities, and I think that that is so like comforting, not to be stagnant and a procrastinator, but like when you have the heart to really do that. Just know that the time will be right. 
and you will it's not a, if you don't do it now you never do it again <laughs> it is a when it's time You'll know. You know yes. Happen. This has been like so good. It honestly like But is there anything you want to say Ooh. to our listeners or any I advice you want to give? I feel like I said it all. <laughs> At least I, what I can think Me of. too. Yeah, you I, I feel like you yeah. did that. <laughs> you did that. No, I will just go back to what I started off by saying because I know it's this is the God in me. Um, and I love that song. Uh, but the question that I will leave for you is why does God want to be in you and get to, to get to that? Get to get to God, why did why do you want to be in me? Because I know you're with me. I know you want to walk alongside me. Um, but why do you want to be in me? And that's so scary because we know what's in ourselves and some people don't like what they know what's in you but guess what God knows what's in you and he still wants to be there he's 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 so awesome right now I can feel God's hand I can feel God's hand on my heart and I'm just like oh God yeah he knows that's in there he knows that's in there and he still wants to be in there. I don't even do nothing else. That literally, but that goes back to what we were talking about, like in the beginning of our journey and like how to connect with God. Like, God knows you through okay. all of your challenges, all of have. your trials. Like, He's with you, and He picked like for me, He picked even me, yeah, even me, God. Even you. And right. so it's just like, whew. we talk about that a lot. Like, even me, love, because I be, <laughs> I be standing up. I love it. Even me. Even yeah, if it was me, I don't want to be in me. Uh, <laughs> I would have to sit down and have a conversation with me. I'd be like, Alicia. Right. You really have to do that. Yeah. That's okay. Well, we are so thankful that you came on our podcast in this episode. And we just love you. Yes. Thank you so much. I love y'all too. Yes. Yeah. Well, y'all know how we end. This is too good. I'm like, hi, gosh, we I don't want to do this. <laughs> but we do have to do creator shout out, and we're also really happy to shout out this creator. So we love doing these, y'all. So today's creator shout out goes out to Austin Mitchell. Yay! <laughs> Austin is a motivational speaker and a young adults pastor at Grace Church in North Texas. He is also the founder of Purposeful People, a clothing brand that pursues God's presence and lives with purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, we shine a light on austin because he reminds us to trust in god and that the the breath that god breathes into us is purposeful you can follow austin on instagram at austin purposeful and his clothing brand purposeful people um and y'all know it's gonna be on there on tuesday so <laughs> look for austin on tuesday Ooh, all right you guys so we got some good news we got some ratings and reviews Thank um you, shout out to our spotify <laughs> our spotify <laughs> folks like you guys are really showing up and showing out for us ahead, we appreciate you all so much and then we want to say welcome to the family, to our friends from Honduras and Costa Rica. Yeah. We are now officially in 31 countries. Country. Yeah. <laughs> so, countries. thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us. Like, it's so amazing. Yeah, we appreciate y'all oh, so much from all over That's the world. Crazy. International. Mr. Hopefully, worldwide. This is worldwide. Hopefully we can come see y'all and visit y'all. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> your story is right? going to touch someone Sometimes else. Sometimes we think, why are y'all listening to us? I'd be we cool. We're funny. We're funny. <laughs> we're funny. We're funny. That's what I have to tell myself. It's like, because we're funny. <laughs> but okay, you guys, we are going to end this with a Bible verse. It's coming from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. <laughs> and the verse reads as such, uh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans oh, for Lord. welfare and God. not evil, to give a future and a hope. Jesus saying this goes perfectly with Miss Danny's story. Now I'm about to cry. Yeah, look, okay? Because look, I feel it from the top of my head just coming down. I was like, let me just die. That is, that's for you. That is just for you. I received that. Oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm literally over here I'm like, okay, but like, you know when the Holy Spirit sits on you? Like, he'll he'll start at my head and it'll just go down my body. This has been such a great season. Yes. Love you. Love you too. Thanks, And we love y'all. Hope y'all have a great Holy Week. It's a Holy Girl Summer. Holy Girl Summer. We'll see y'all at church. (laughs) All right. Love (laughs) y'all. You better be there on Sunday. Okay. All right, y'all. Bye. Ta-ta for now.